Welcome to the Rethink Your Lifestyle podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Boyd-Waters. Two weeks ago, my friend, fellow writer, and podcast editor, Christina Lentme, sent me a direct message on Facebook that changed my plans for the year. After I read that message, I realized that I was the perfect person to create the course Christina asked about and that it was something I should have done years ago. So, for the past two weeks, we've been virtually working together like mad on Zoom and Zencaster and Google Docs and directly on the Rethink Your Lifestyle website to make this course come to life. The course is called Writing for Entrepreneurs, and it's for those of you who know you need to write more for your business, but something's holding you back. Maybe you know you need to brush up on your skills. Maybe it's your mindset that's getting in your way. But we're creating an interactive online course that will help you get past whatever that is that's holding you back and focus on your purpose, your message, and your audience. We'll also provide you with the resources you need to jumpstart that process. We'll share more about what this will look like, the story behind the inspiration, additional resources we have in the works for you, and what you can do right now to help us help you after these messages. A common theme I've heard recently from solopreneurs is that they don't like writing or they can't write. In the same breath, they say they don't have a budget for outsourcing, so they're stuck in a vicious cycle of wanting to create content for their audience, yet not having the confidence or time to do it. Hello, limiting beliefs. If you resonate with this description, I'd love to get your feedback in a five-minute survey about writing struggles. I've partnered with my longtime friend and podcast editor, Christina Lemmy, and we're creating a new course all about how to make writing for your business fun and easy. In return, we've got two special reports for you to download, five fatal writing mistakes to avoid for a successful business, and adjust your writing mindset. Just head over to RethinkYourLifestyle.com slash writing survey. Welcome back to the Rethink Your Lifestyle podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Boyd-Waters, and today I have Christina Lemmy with me, and we are having this conversation and talking because a few weeks ago, January 4th to be precise, at 1027 in the morning, she sent me a message on Facebook, um, and it kind of changed everything. And what she said is, morning, do you have a writing course for entrepreneurs? And of course, little light bulbs went on over my head as soon as I saw that. (laughs) And she continued and said, I'm looking for affiliate products. And a common theme I'm seeing is many people are insecure about their writing. And I thought, you know what? You are not wrong at all. Everybody from middle school students, high school students, all the way up to professional writers even are insecure about their writing. And so, like I said, light bulbs went on over my head. And I suggested that Christina and I partner together because we've been kind of working together off and on since 2009. And she's a great writer. And I like to think I can write. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) We're going to, we're working on putting a course together to help you improve your writing. And so let's, first of all, before we kind of get started into that, Christina, if you could tell us about, you know, who you are as a business owner, an entrepreneur, and as a writer. Hi. Yeah. Great to be here, Michelle. I have been working in the online space since 2007. And I had found a mentor during that summer who helped me learn all about the online business world. And one of the things that she would critique me on was my writing. And I have to say, I've always been a good writer. I think it's just been an innate talent. And she confirmed that the blog post I wrote for her, for her critique, she was like, okay, yeah, we don't have to focus on anything here (laughs) because (laughs) these are great. 
And I still remember, I think it was my freshman or sophomore year of college, um, I was in the communications school and I was taking a magazine course and we had to write a 20-page paper. And up until then, I had never written 20 pages of anything, never mind a 20-page paper. And I got an A-plus on it. And you know, all the comments from my professor were, this is fantastic writing, good transitions, you know, mm-hmm. a tip here and there. But basically, I aced that that paper, which surprised me because it was the longest thing I had ever written before. But I've always kind of carried that with me because it was like the first real validation, like, okay, I've, I have this talent. So from the time that I started online, I've done a myriad of jobs from general VA work to podcasting. And then for a long while, my clients were asking me, do you do writing? Do you do blog posts? Can you help me write um, my signature product? And, you know, PLR I've helped write. And it it really reinforced that content really is king yeah. when you're t- especially when you're talking about online businesses. And so many people are willing to pay someone who's good to outsource that writing task because they don't have time, they don't feel like their stuff is good enough, or you know, they, they never paid attention in school to writing or that's just something that they just plain don't like. So I reached out to you thinking you must have something that I can promote because even though I've written prod products for other people to sell, I didn't want to jump into it by myself. I didn't want to recreate the wheel. I just thought, okay, well, this is got to be something that somebody out there has already created. And it's something that I should have already created. It's been on my mind (laughs) and I've got all kinds of resources that I can put together into something, but I kind of needed somebody who had additional perspective and somebody who could kind of help me organize. Cause you know, as writers, we have so many ideas and then just trying to get all those ideas to make sense to somebody else is sometimes takes a little doing. And sometimes we procrastinate and don't get things done and need somebody to kind of give us a kick in the pants. So <laughs> that is exactly what you did on exactly. January 4th. <laughs> <laughs> but listening to your story as a writer and receiving validation from someone else, somebody outside your family and somebody in school in particular is it, similar to mine as well. It started for me when I was in the third grade and my um, teacher had us write a poem on a topic and I wrote my little poem and turned it in. And then she, like a few days later, I think, called me outside of class and said, I just wanted to let you know that I took your poem down to the sixth grade teachers and they really liked it and thought it was really good. Oh, wow. Yeah. And at the time I thought, well, that's weird. Okay, whatever. Well, then I got into the sixth grade and realized, wait a second, I like know way more and can think better and all than I did when I was in third grade. This kind of maybe means something that the sixth grade teachers thought my little third grade poem was good. And then, of course, my teacher that year um, encouraged me to write and um, some more poetry and submit to contests. And I, you know, won the first place prize out of my school. My seventh grade year, I had an English teacher who told me, you need to be on yearbook staff next year. You know, she said, I like your writing. You need to be on yearbook staff, but you have to be in eighth grade. 
So sign up for it. And there's a whole story behind that. And I'm not going to share that entire story with you. (laughs) But suffice it to say, the next year I was on the yearbook staff. (laughs) And then from the yearbook staff transitioned into newspaper my ninth grade year because I figured, you know, you don't see people working for yearbooks in the real world, but you see people working for newspapers. And so I spent all through high school and all through college working on newspapers for the schools. Uh, In college, I started an internship with a local city newspaper and just loved that and continued until I had my son and realized that the two to 10 shift did not work well with having young children. And so I transitioned into being a work at home mom, um, started my own online business uh, doing web design. Oh, and web hosting. But it reminds me that I had one of my students ask me, Hey, Ms. Waters, have you ever had writer's block? And I said, yes. And he said, well, for how long? And I said, about 10 years. <laughs> and he looked at me like, what? <laughs> but, you know, trying to get out of that journalistic inverted pyramid mindset into finding my own voice took about 10 years. And during that time, I ran that web design and hosting company. During that time, I also started a podcast, which is where I met Christina because she helped me edit my first podcast back in 2009, I think it was. Actually, let me back up. I saw that I had kind of two different kinds of clients. There were the ones that knew what they wanted to do and could communicate that well and were successful in their businesses. And then there were those that kind of weren't sure and didn't know how to communicate and then they weren't successful. And I thought if I could get a hold of people sooner and encourage them to write and to find their voices, then they can be more successful after high school. So I became a middle and high school English teacher and did that for a little over 10 years. And then decided it was time to step out of that particular arena. And so I'm working on my doctorate in English education, but also working on helping entrepreneurs start and grow and scale their businesses. And so that's maybe a part of the story of perhaps why Christina reached out to me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was because like I can write But I don't know how to teach writing. Yeah. I can teach grammar. I know a subject and predicate verb, you know, all of that I can teach. But that's elementary level. That's not what entrepreneurs or, you know, business people need. They need like more concrete examples and, you know, exercises, you know, explanations for how to find your voice. I mean, you know, all of this sounds great. But I didn't know how to translate these abstract ideas into doable action or, you know, more realistic explanations. So I figured, well, you're the teacher. Certainly you must have something like this. (laughs) (laughs) And I do in my head. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And and that's why I I think we're a great team because you are a powerhouse with getting stuff done and... I think, what did you say? You got, you had the survey completed by like 90 minutes after my question or something, you know? I think so. uh, <laughs> yeah, it was something like that. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think it's, you know, as they say, two heads are better than one. So exactly. I'm happy to be doing this with you. I am very happy to be doing this with you as well. Cause you know, sometimes I kind of, as one of my former students says, get a little lost in the weeds and need somebody to help direct me out of that mess and into, <laughs> you know, what do I need to do next? Right, right. And how do I need to, you know, where am I going and how am I going to get there? <laughs> and, and that, but that's a common problem that writers have. A lot of it, a lot of problems that writers have 
are mindset issues and, and just, you know, imposter syndrome, not being able to objectively see where they're actually at in terms of their writing skills because writing is so subjective. A student could turn a piece of writing into one teacher and have them respond in one way and another teacher respond in a different way. You know, for example, when I was in high school, it was in the same year, I was writing my own book in English class and got in trouble. <laughs> a few days later, I was writing a poem when I was supposed to be taking notes in math class. The poem was about the class, showed that to the teacher, and she loved it and asked if she could share it with her other classes. It's like, oh my okay, gosh. What, yeah, what is wrong <laughs> with this picture? <laughs> and, and there are some objective measuring sticks for writing. You know, does it achieve your purpose? Um, does it speak to your audience? Those kind of things. But it's not what you experience in school. And I think, you know, that our schools, for various reasons that I'm not going to get into in this episode, <laughs> yeah. have done a disservice to people who need to write. And, you know, honestly, that's really all of us. But, you know, if you're wanting to start an online business or if you have one and you need to be able to write and you've been told all, you know, all your school years that all your words are wrong, which, by the way, is something a student actually said to me. Uh, oh then you're, yeah, I know, broke my heart. Um, then you're going to really struggle with that. And that's, I, that's where we're wanting to come in alongside you, provide you with, you know, the lessons that you need to, you know, understand, you know, how to get started, um, how to, how to develop your own writing process and how to create what you need and, you know, provide the resources that you need to be able to create the content that your business needs. I love short, sweet, and to the point. Yeah. So I like the idea that we're going to get, go back to basics, if you will, because, and I fall into this too. Everybody and their mother online has another strategy for doing this, that, or the other thing. Yeah. And it can get overwhelming. And this course is not going to teach you grammar necessarily, but it, it's going to highlight the important things that you need to focus on to produce any kind of any kind of business writing. And I've got two older kids who are now in college and I'm we're fortunate because our school district spent I mean every single year writing was a huge huge focus. I mean they were even giving writing assignments in gym for Pete's sake. So Awesome. I want to visit this school. <laughs> it's, it seemed a bit much at the time, but I mean, I do understand it now, but there was such a huge focus on writing. You know, but my girls would also say, well, we had to write, oh, and I forgot the name. There were various different styles of writing, which I can't remember. Uh -huh. um, certain forms, certain types of essays, and it all seemed to be more formal. Like if you need to do an academic essay or whatever, it was called this thing. Like argumentative. Yes, yes, exactly. Expository. Right. And <laughs> All those scary yes, terms. Yeah, those are ringing a bell. <laughs> yes. And there's certainly a place for all those different types of writing. But both of them, after they got out of high school, they were like, yeah, no, uh, we don't do any of that. You know, the the writing that they had didn't follow any of those styles. What schools don't do is 
take that another step further and say, okay, so you've learned how to craft an argument in your argumentative paper. You can then take that and write a sales letter with those same uh, skills. Yeah, true. Um, you can then, yeah. Or you can take your narrative skills that you learn in writing this narrative essay and telling your story and use that to write a blog post that helps you connect with your audience or helps your audience connect with you as part of the process of educating your audience and, you know, providing them with the, what they need. And then which you, you know, later write your copy, your um, sales letter to convince them to purchase your product or your service. We don't take it that next step. We are so focused on academic. And so that's what we're wanting to do with this course is, you know, take the writing skills that you already have, you know, wherever they may be and help you apply what you already know to business or online business writing in particular. And so this course, you know, to get started, we're going to have some videos in each of the lessons where, you know, they're going to be pretty short and we're, you know, just going to be showing you some things and adding some additional um, information to the existing written lesson. We'll have some exercises for you to do so that you can apply what the lesson is about. So, you know, if the lesson is about repurposing content, for example, there will be an exercise where maybe you take some existing content that you have and rewrite it for some other purpose or some other medium. Uh, that way you're actually putting into action what we've taught you so that you don't lose it. You don't, if you don't use it, then you lose it. And then of course, we'll also talk about why writing skills are important for entrepreneurs. I know, you know, if you're out there running a, you know, a local crafting company or a landscaping company or something, you may be wondering, well, why do I need to write? I'm out here doing my job. Well, We'll talk about why you need to be able to write and all the different kinds of writing you're going to have to do. And then we've also are going to have some templates and included that you can use to help you craft the writing pieces that you need. And then also as part of that introductory section, we'll be talking about mindset because I, you've probably heard both of us. I think we both have a little imposter syndrome even now. I know highly educated people who are like, am I really as good as I think I am? Or am I really as good as people claim that I am? And so that's something that we're going to address. And actually, we have a free report that we are giving away. It's called Adjust Your Writing Mindset. And it talks a little bit about imposter syndrome and kind of getting your mind set up to where you can write and you're not getting in your own way. Well, and the imposter syndrome thing, I, I would guess that nearly everybody experiences that at one time or another, because I know yeah. throughout the years, you know, hearing interviews with different published authors, you know, like novelists who put, uh -huh. who punch out, you know, one book a year type of thing. You know, I've heard some of them even say that they get the butterflies in their stomach when they're sitting down to start a new book. You know, it's like the computer screen is completely blank. There's nothing to go back to. Yeah. It's like brand new information. And they get nervous every time they sit down. Yeah, even authors like Stephen King, who has sold millions right. of copies of their books, have I've you know either read or heard in interviews said, you know, I look back at this book that I sold millions of copies of thirty years ago, and I start reading it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crap. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, yeah, it gets published, uh -huh. and they think of a million other things that they would have included or wanted to change, or yes. you know, yes. so. It, 
I mean, maybe that's not imposter syndrome. That's always wanting to do better, I think. But um, yeah, yeah, but I, I that's not unusual, even for, you know, like you said, yeah. you know, the, the multi-million dollar writers who have sold millions and millions of books, you know, they can still question, is this their best work? And, and that yeah. always surprised me. And, and so I think what we're trying to say here is even if you feel like you can't write, get out of your own way and just do it. Yep. Just do it. <laughs> um, and that's why we're also going to talk about the writing process because writing isn't just a product. It isn't, okay, I sat down, I wrote this thing out and, you know, however long it t- takes to get this draft and I'm done now. And, you, you know, and oftentimes you'll look at it and you're like, this is crap. <laughs> and then you ch- chunk it in the trash and you're done. The thing is you need a writing process so that you can, you know, do some pre-planning, get some ideas going spend some time drafting or writing that and then spend some time going back and revising things and figuring out, okay, I need to move these things around. I need to add some more information here. Um, I need to rewrite this or rephrase this and kind of going between all of those stages over and over again until you get to the point where you're like, okay, I think I can polish this up for publication. And, And the polishing it up for publication, we call that editing. And that's a lot of people jump straight from writing to editing. So, for example, even in, in my classroom, I would often tell students, hey, let's, you know, work on revising our papers. And they would say something along the lines of, well, I've capitalized everything and I've done my punctuation. And it's like, um, that's not revising, that's editing. And we, it's kind of one of those really easy skills that doesn't require a whole lot of higher order or critical thinking. And so... That's why we're not really going to focus on grammar in this writing course. We're going to focus on the process and helping you get your ideas out of your head and into your computer or on paper, whatever the case needs to be. So that way you can get your message across and then later you can go back and edit. I think so many people online, you know, make the writing process sound so easy. Like, oh, I punched out a blog post in half an hour. That's awesome. And, you know, again, there is no right or wrong with how you approach the writing process. If you're a fast writer and you're happy with the content that you produce, yes, it can take you less time. There's really no right or wrong with the writing process. There is what works for you. Exactly. You You know, do you want a single blog post to take two weeks to write before you publish? Maybe not. I can see where that thinking that the process is oh so long, you know, might put a damper on your excitement about it. But, you know, my new mantra is done is better than perfect. As long as the point is clear to you. And even if you have, you know, a VA or somebody else who can read it through for you, you know, a best friend, hey, does this make sense? You know, they can read that through and they'll let (laughs) you know, like having that little bit of confirmation that, yes, this is good, can help push you to publish that piece. Yeah, And that's something also that we're going to talk about um, is having that writer's group. I call them my beta readers. And it's important to have members of your audience, like who you're writing for, in that group of people that you send your drafts out to. That way they can read it and say, okay, wow, this, you know, this makes sense. This makes me want to go out and buy your mm-hmm. product or, you know, download your report or whatever. Or, you know, maybe they come back and say, oh, this, I'm not really feeling this one. But if you, you know, here's some things that maybe you could do that might help. That kind of feedback is absolutely invaluable. And we'll talk more about how, you know, we can work with you to help you get such 
or that kind of group set up. But yeah, just we'll be helping you develop that writing process, one that works for you. And we're also going to be talking about the types of online business writing. And so, for example, with marketing and sales copy, you know, copywriting is one genre of writing. And we'll be providing some mentor text so that you can see what does this look like. So, for example, I'll even have a sales letter for this course. <laughs> that will be a mentor text, an example of what a, a sales letter looks like. The survey that we have put out, um, which I'll talk about later, uh, is an example of some online content in one genre of it. Uh, but, you know, marketing and sales copy, we'll be talking about email and business correspondence. And, you know, some of that could be like responding on a help desk or replying to emails, that sort of thing, in a way that will enable you to serve your audience. Uh, we'll be talking about social media content, you know, writing those introductions to, you know, product descriptions, for example, or um, other, you know, memes and what have you that you need to promote your stuff on social media or engage with and connect with your audience. And then also writing blog posts and articles and we'll have some intertexts and we'll have some exercises on all of these things and some templates to help you with that. And we'll also be talking about, you know, finding your voice and helping you understand kind of who you are as a writer. As I spoke or talked about earlier, I had, you know, that newspaper voice for a really long time. And then I had to go and find my own voice. So it sounds like me when I'm writing for my blog. And of course, we'll talk about this, you know, as part of the course, but you have to use your own voice. Blog writing is not the same as that boring academic writing and sales writing is not the same and you know, writing emails is not the same as that so you got to find your own voice that works for both you and your audience well you have to find your own voice but you also have to remember that each of those types of writing that you mentioned has a distinct purpose you know copywriting yes. Yes. is meant to produce sales Content exactly. writing, blog posts, whatever, generally is meant to educate, you know, so you're going uh -huh. to choose your words differently for each of those, you know, and email, yes. email marketing, you know, is also different as well. You know, you want to have some conversion from the email marketing. You want to convince your readers to do something, whether that's click onto a blog post or buy a product or sign up for your mailing list. Or sign up for your mailing list. Right. You want your readers to do something. Yes. But that's usually more conversational or storytelling, more so than a copywritten sales page, you know, for example. So if you keep the purpose of each type of writing in mind, that also can help you craft what you need. Yes. And knowing that you have a purpose and that you're writing for a specific audience can kind of help you get past some of the mindset issues that you have. Because if you're just staring at a blank screen and you know you need to write something, but you're not really sure what, you can kind of get lost and get stuck. And mm -hmm. But if you have a game plan, kind of a roadmap, so to speak, for where you're at and how you're going to get there, that can help you get started. And especially since I'm also, as an English teacher, going to give you permission to write junk in your first draft. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you don't trust me, there is a well-known author, um, Anne Lamott, who will also give you permission to write junk in your first draft. She has a... Um, Another way of putting it, and you can find out when you get in the course. And, um, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the goal is to get something written and then to work on 
getting it ready for publication. And, and in order to make that happen, you've got to be able to organize your time. I know, you know, being in grad school and when I was also teaching and I had a couple of writing projects on the side and I was trying to figure out how in the world am I going to do this? You know, one of those writing projects was writing an entire screenplay. <laughs> um, and so I ended what? up actually, oh yeah, my gosh. I did that in one semester, entire screenplay. Oh <laughs> So I had to sit down and look at my Google calendar and go, okay, I'm going to block off these two, three, four hours for writing. And I'm going to put my butt in the chair and I'm going to write on this day. And then here's another day where I'm going to block off X amount of time to write. And then I just had to make sure I sat myself down and did that, whether I felt like it or not. And that's how I got my writing projects done. And that's how you get any kind of writing done is you sit yourself down and even if you write junk or, you know, even if you're taking notes as part of your pre-writing process because you're doing some research, that mm -hmm. counts as well. Um, even if you're going back and revising 50 bazillion times, <laughs> that counts too. <laughs> or, you know, making lists of ideas of topics that you will want to write about in the future, that counts too. I'm still getting over the fact that you wrote a screenplay in a semester. <laughs> I know, that just reinforces like... <laughs> the idea that I don't think you really sleep. <laughs> <laughs> sleep? What is that? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, yeah, um, organizing your time. And then I think we mentioned a little bit earlier, Christina mentioned PLR, which is private label rights content. Um, so let's say that you need to have, like, 10 blog posts on landscaping and you're like, okay, I have all this information in my head, but I really cannot sit down and write 10 blog posts on these topics. You, you hire um, a ghostwriter like Christina, or, you know, maybe there are some companies that produce article bundles on particular topics and you hire them to do the writing or you purchase existing writing. And it's really it's well organized. It contains basic information, but it's not enough. And so you have to go in and add your own information and your own personality and, and make it yours. You have to go in and revise. And so that's what PLR is. But let's say you have one PL article, you revise it and you put it on your blog post, but then you also take that content and you repurpose it by maybe making it a um, Instagram carousel or maybe you create a reel based on it, or maybe you create a YouTube video, or you do a Facebook post that's the same content, but it's in a different format. Or you do all of those things together. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're not trying to scare you off from repurposing your content, but yeah, it's just the the possibilities are endless, you know, and yeah. you can do that with private label rights or anything that you write on your own. You know, uh -huh. you can always take a headline or two and put it into a Twitter post. Yep. Repurposing content is going to be easier than writing new content all the time. You take yes. something you already have, you put it in a different format, and there you go. And you repeat that frequently. Yep. And I love the way that we have, you know, the lessons kind of set up uh -huh. uh, on our platform because, you know, you will get you know, the written lesson, the exercises, the videos, you know, but you'll also be able to jump around, you know, yes. because we realize everybody is going to be at, at, all of our students will be at different places with their writing skills, you know, so if you really need email marketing tips, you can jump around to the email marketing thing first, the lesson. Yes. 
Um, whereas somebody who's really just getting started can start from module one and work their way through. We're trying to make it as user-friendly as possible, you know, because we know that not everybody is going to have the same, the same overall need is knowing how to write. But when you get into the specifics, that's what I like about this. It's, you can, you can kind of pick and choose what you want to focus on and there's no right or wrong to it. Yes. You know, there is no wrong way of writing. It's just solidifying how to get your message across to your audience. That is that is the primary goal. Exactly. And as for this course, we are in the process of developing it. Phase one has been to write up a survey to kind of get some input from you all to find out what you need. We've told you kind of what we've already thought we need to put in this, but you know, maybe if there's a bunch of people who are like, I need help with my writing mindset, then maybe we adjust or shift the focus to that more. Or maybe if there are a bunch of people who are like, I really need to know how to write a sales letter that actually converts, that people actually purchase from, then we can shift our focus to that more. Um, So that way we're making sure that we're giving you what you need to um, grow as a writer, to empower you as a writer. And so with that in mind, we're also um, in February planning on an interactive writing workshop where we're going to kind of go, we're going to go over this more based on what kind of information or data we get back from the survey, which it's a short survey, should take you a few minutes, fill that out, and then you can get um, one of our two reports. In that workshop, Christina and I will you know, talk with you about what we're offering in the course and also work with you on kind of helping understand where you're at and what we can do to help. And so that will be available in February. And we'll be releasing the course itself at the end of February. And we're also, and I'm really super excited about this, planning some additional bring your own writing workshops. So, you know, if you're on our list, we'll email you and let you know. And then take something that you've written, whether it's, you know, an email or a sales letter and bring it in. And we can share, you know, either the whole thing if it's short or a portion of it. And then talk about, you know, here's some things that you might consider you know, doing to make this writing better. And of course we can kind of have that whole bless press or address um, type of feedback that you can ask for. So if you just want somebody to look at it and say, Oh, wow, this is, this is what I like about this. um, Then we can totally just do that with your writing. Or if you're wanting us to address a specific issue. So you've written a cop, um, written a sales letter and you just want to know, does my call to action make sense? Then we can just talk about that. Or if you're like, I've written, this email, I need you to just tell me what you think, good, bad, or ugly. Um, we can do that as well. Yeah, I'm really excited about those too, because it's really going to be driven by what you're working on. What are you bringing to the table? What do you have questions on? And that's the best way that we know to help you instead of you know having yet another you know, lecture type thing, you know, that that's not going to be beneficial. Not when it comes to writing. I mean, because there's skill, there's, you know, input that you might want. It's kind of like learning how to ride a bicycle. I can sit here and lecture you on the mechanics of bicycles all day long, and you are not going to know how to ride one. You have to get on that bicycle and ride down the road. Maybe you fall off, but you have to get back up and get on the bicycle again and keep going. Right. And, you know, and I'm a very visual learner. So, 
having something in front of me, you know, seeing somebody make changes or seeing somebody repurpose PLR into a bunch of different things that for me at least is more beneficial than just being told what to do. So that's why we wanted, you know, to be very interactive because we think that's the best way for you to really get the most value out of our expertise. Exactly. We're we're here to serve you and help empower you as writers. And the best way that we know to do that at the beginning is again to have this writing survey and we also like to kind of give back a little bit because you're going to be giving us some information. And so you take the survey and at the end of it, you'll have the opportunity to um, sign up for either our five fatal writing mistakes to avoid report or adjust your writing mindset report. Technically, you could sign up for both of them if you want to, but you don't have to. But we've put these reports together to kind of help you both with your mindset and with your skills just ahead of the game. And you can kind of see in some of you know, writing what we have to offer, although we've got a ton more of information and um, insight based on our years of experience within the course that I think will be really beneficial. And especially our bring your own writing workshops or seminars or whatever it is that we decide we want to call this. But in order to take that survey and get that process started, you'll just need to go to rethinkyourlifestyle.com slash writing survey. And there will be a link on in our show notes on the Rethink Your Lifestyle website or, you know, just type in rethinkyourlifestyle.com slash writing survey. And yes, I did do the calculations. Michelle and I have 72 years combined of oh writing experience. <laughs> oh my so goodness. yeah, I, I think we've figured out uh, how to do this well. <laughs> And we want to use those years of experience that we have and help you become stronger writers so that way you can achieve the goals that you want to do so that you can have that lifestyle that you want to have that's best for you and for your family. And, And I know, you know, I've seen it in my own business. I've seen it in my own work. Writing can actually, you know, be absolutely life changing. And we want you guys to have that opportunity. And even if, and even if you're one of those people who is like, oh, I want to outsource this, you know, I def- you still need to know how to recognize good writing. Yes. So yes, writing is a skill that absolutely everyone can benefit from. I'm really excited about this. <laughs> I'm an introvert, so in my head, I'm like doing um, cartwheels and what have you. But I don't know <laughs> if I come off that way in speaking. I have no idea. Um, but I'm super excited about this, and I, you know. We've got things started. We've got the ball rolling. Christina and I have, you know, outlines and plans and we've got deadlines set. And um, we just need you to jump in here and take that survey and give us feedback that we can use to create the best course for you. And so, yeah, just head to RethinkYourLifestyle.com slash writing survey. And um, we'll be sure to let you know when things are ready. I'm so looking forward to it. Thank you so much. If you struggle with writing, but your online business needs sales letters that convert and emails that convince readers to join your list, the Copywriter's Toolbox will take the mystery out of writing sales copy that helps your readers see the value in your products and services. Maybe you've taken copywriting and general business writing courses, but understanding the theory behind writing effective sales letters and emails isn't enough. How do you put all that theory into practice? How do you take your specific business and create the content you need so your audience wants to buy your products and services or join your list? 
With the fill in the blank templates and swipe files in the copywriter's toolbox, you'll have just what you need to create headlines, closings, calls to action, benefits, motivating phrases, and more. This toolbox contains all the words you need to convince your ideal customers to buy from you. Just head over to RethinkYourLifestyle.com slash Copywriter's Toolbox to get started writing copy that sells. That's Copywriter, W-R-I-T-E-R-S, Toolbox. Again, that's RethinkYourLifestyle.com slash Copywriter's Toolbox and get started today. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Rethink Your Lifestyle podcast, where you learn how to be your own boss. Have questions about starting, growing, or scaling your business? You can ask us anything. Just fill out the form at www.rethinkyourlifestyle.com slash askmeanything, and Michelle will answer your burning entrepreneurial questions in an upcoming episode. Also, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll catch you next time.